The gods that once ruled Proxima shaped its nations a thousand years ago in the last war. The powerful artifacts they left behind have kept peace through the balance of power between nations. But power changes, and balance is delicate. Podcast. When I say dingle, you say dangle. Dingle. Dangle. Dangle. Welcome to Dingles and Dangles, the Dungles and Dongles podcast. I am your host and your dungle master, Andre Viaplana, joined by Lex Simpson. Formerly of Foreskin Scheme. <laughs> D Foreskin Scheme. Oh no one understands that joke because it was before we recorded. Doesn't matter. It's for me. Samantha Grubbs. Uh, my doctor told me I'm not pale, so he's a liar. <laughs> Why'd you ask him? Or did he just give that up freely? <laughs> And Sawyer Wade. I'm a man, plus or minus two grams. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It sounds worse without context somehow. It, does. it sounds bad and it is bad. You could have just gotten a haircut. That's probably. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about haircuts. A cut. A cut. We're talking super cuts. If you haven't gotten a haircut, then you're uncut <laughs> sam why did your doctor say you weren't pale yeah um well i've been having these eye twitches and uh you know he was like oh do you have any of this other stuff like uh are you crying a lot i was like well you know uh, uh, are you experiencing pain i was like no he's like okay well i don't think it's anemia you don't look pale i was like are you sh- are you sure because i'm for the listeners I- i'm pretty pale um just like of my own choosing, like I could be tan. I want to put that out there. I could be tan. Like I've rocked a tan before. I'm not incapable of it. I just don't go outside. Savage flex there. Uh, Samantha is actually an 18th century English monarch. <laughs> yeah. She's wearing full powder right now. Yeah, a yeah. lot of it. Her hair is totally like piled on top of her head. That, that bone marrow just doesn't work. <laughs> Papa says I must marry, but I'm only 15 years old. I'm, who would want me now? You're already an old maid. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about we recap? <laughs> Just to get us started, because I have such a long recap, guys. <laughs> Last time on Dingles and Dangles, the Dang Gang entered the countryside of Havenvale on their way to the city of Babalex. They decided to rest up at the Third Hump Saloon, where Polly learned that his church, the Church of Holy Radiance, had gained some sway in the area and had been conducting inquisitions of local businesses. He also learned that the head of the church, Virgil Clearview, is going to be named as the new sovereign, the leader of the nation, sometime very soon. While staying at the saloon, Leafjum and Mendo met an Arakokra woman, a bird woman, named Reedley, a messenger and member of the Circle of the Moon. They learned that Leafjum's daughter, Appleseed, had gone on a dangerous espionage mission to a place called the Necropoly, but had not been heard from in some time. Reedley then gave Mendo a cryptic letter from Breva stating that she was in town and would be in touch along with a spell coin inscribed to receive messages. The party then traveled to the city to look for Mendo's kidnapped brother, Oswaldo. They noticed some knights covered head to toe in gold plate around the city, and Polly bought a city guidebook from a goblin named Craw. He's great. He's great. He was fun. The party also stopped in to visit an old friend of Leaf Jim's, a gnome wizard named Zarkep, the owner of a shuttered magic shop. Yes, he's gone off the deep end. After he rattled out a few conspiracies about the upper city, Mendo pressed the kidnapping issue, and the party traveled to the Gutterside District. 
The address they had was for an old abandoned house, and inside they found a waiting cookie who revealed himself to be a vessel for the outcast devil Mephistopheles. Mephistopheles stated that Oswaldo was safe and would be released unharmed if Mendo could uncover the mysterious source of power that Virgil Clearview seems to have tapped into that's given him such sway over the high wizards of the Astral Hall. Cookie then disappeared into the hearthfire as the house was raided by a litany of guards including some golden knights. Now, Sawyer, Polly, you brought up a good point, which is that you left Strangeness and Charm outside to keep watch, uh, but Strangeness and Charm did not alert you. So what we will do is we'll rewind time a little bit, and we'll give you guys Strangeness and Charm. Yeah! Ah, who are you people? What am I doing here? What's happening? <laughs> we're not rewinding that far. <laughs> what we are going to do is uh, we're, we're going to uh, say that, Polly, just as the flames all around you died down, your telepathic bond with your familiar has raised back up. You feel just instinctually the panicked emotions of strangeness and charm, your two-headed cow that's waiting outside. I feel vomiting in my brain. It doesn't feel good at all. It's like your brain is cud. And then uh, you feel this instantly. You take a look out the front side of the house and you see a golden knight and a guard approaching the front door. You glance around. Everyone give me perception checks. That's an eight. Six. Oh, man. What about you, Polly? Uh, that is a 14 for me. 14 for you. I will say that you've you've noticed them quickly enough that you can, via your brain waves, alert the others, and you guys can get a round of action before they've reached the doors. Now let's roll initiative first. Oh, shit. Natural one. Sick. Cool. Good rolls. <laughs> I don't think Leechum has ever gone first in an initiative. Just saying. So two for me. She's very polite. <laughs> I'll let the youngins go first. Uh, I got a 13. Uh, Leaf Jim, what was your total? Two. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I just, I got to jump back for a hot minute. Ulf Ekberg, his Wikipedia lists him as also known as Buddha. I said that. Oh, did you? <laughs> we talked about it. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Roll initiative, fucker. Well, I'm back in time. You said go back in time, and I've got a bastard 20. I've just been waiting for you to ask, because you always forget when we say it. Oh, he's feeling flippant because he rolled high. I'm always and feeling... the way, it was a bastard 20. Feeling real confident, real confident. Okay, nope. I can't hold a, gla a wine glass stem like you, but... Yeah. I mean, you could. I don't have a wine glass. What? I don't like wine. For someone who drinks as much as you do. Why Why you gotta say it like it is there, Sawyer? You should do it from a fancy glass like this. No one thinks otherwise. <laughs> Mendo, what is your dexterity score? Uh, uh, your modifier, rather. My dex is plus one. Plus one. Uh, okay, you gotta roll off, brother. Woo! Mm. What am I doing, a 20? Yeah, roll d d20. Add your dex. Natural 20! Yeah. Oh, hey, you, you, these normal guards in initiative and it doesn't really <laughs> Fireball! <laughs> uh, sweet. All right, so uh, in the initiative order, you guys get a free round to act. Uh, Polly, you've noticed uh, guards approaching from the front. You haven't looked anywhere else yet. Uh, but Lex, you act first in the initiative order. You don't really know what's going on. You just know that, these, uh, that something's going down and uh, that the cow is stressed. <laughs> What do you do? Can I can I give any sort of messaging whenever I alert everybody, or does he you can tell. or does he feel the cow and that's it? You get one sentence. Okay, uh, I say, 
people at the door. Maybe don't shoot first. That's two sentences. There was a comma. There's a, yeah. Mendo, what do you do? Uh, oh, so they're busting in right now or they're, they haven't quite bust in? They seem to have lined up at the door. Is there anywhere for me to take cover? Uh, give me a perception check as you look around the room. Five. Five. Um, so there's the obvious furniture in this room that's like uh, couches, uh, a couple of leather chairs. Uh, they got some cobwebs on them, but are otherwise, you know, sturdy. Uh, there's also a set of stairs leading up. Uh, and there's also in the next room a kitchen table in terms of stuff to hide behind. There's also the hearth with a fire still burning in it and a rug on the ground. This is what you get with a five. Cool. That's pretty good for a five. <laughs> yeah, you know, basic surroundings. <laughs> And uh, Ivan's still hanging up on the rafters. Yeah, he's a raven, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right! I finally did something cool, and it did not work. <laughs> it was it was creepy. It was good. It was creepy. It was good. It was good. It was just. Can he see anything from his perch? Uh, yeah, he communicates uh, via telepathy. Hey, uh, they're at the back door too, boss. <laughs> ah, shit. What, what do they look like? They uh, like heavy guarded, mad. Uh, it looks like a couple of heavies and a couple of weenies. I'm just going to shout uh, second floor and run up the stairs. Uh, great. Uh, with Your movement speed is 25 feet, right? Probably. Oh, but you have your ring of jumping. You can jump to the top of the stairs if you like. <gasps> oh, ring of jumping. Damn it. Why don't I remember the things that I could do? Yeah, you really should. Write it down. <laughs> I just like shooting fire. All right. That's my that's my baseline. That's where I like going. But you can jump. Um, You know what? I'm. How high are the rafters? Like, where's Ivan? Oh, into the rafters? Um, That's within. That's like, Um, I would say it's like a. Maybe a 15-foot high ceiling. You could definitely get up there. They look sturdy. It would, like, high, uh, add to, say, a stealth or a hide to get some, like, attack of... Not attack of opportunity, but, like, a... If you want to jump up there and hide, I would let you hide with advantage. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Oh, sick. You jump up into the rafters and uh, give me a stealth roll with advantage. Stealth is dead. <laughs> I rolled a 20 and an 18. A nat 20 and an Ooh. 18. So that's 21 total. Are we still under... Uh, Okay, those dice are loaded. They are today. Well, okay, I just rolled a five. So, uh, are we still under Leaf Gem's uh, stealth thing? I, I can't remember. It's the only way I ever succeed a stealth roll. She did. She did because we snuck. I remember. You should remember your spells, Leaf Gem. My memory's getting worse and worse. <laughs> uh, we'll say you cast Pass Without Trace, so that you got like a thirty-one, Mendo. Yeah. Uh, sick. Uh. Awesome. You, uh, you guys see Mendo leaps up into the shadows and you can't keep track of him anymore. <laughs> Bye, bitches! <laughs> bugs the fuck out. Okay, I know talk is a, uh, a free action. Can I relay uh, what Ivan told me to them that they're at the back? Yeah, you can pass it through okay. uh, the brainwaves. Definitely doing that. I'm feeling bird cawing and vomiting in my brain right now. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on in there. <laughs> Polly, uh, in, in the initiative order, you have your round. What would you like to do? Hmm. Uh, question, is Cookie's body still in the fire? Can we see it? He seems to have disappeared through some kind of gate or portal. Uh, damn it. Um, <laughs> what did you want to do with his body? But he did leave behind the I Heart Commerce shirts. They're on the ground. Oh, nice. All right, we got we got some leverage there with our I Heart Commerce shirts. <laughs> I'm very curious how you're going to use that leverage. Uh, You said it was a gold guard, right? Yes. Uh, I'm going to just chill right here. I think, actually, I'm going to preemptively cast um, 
zone of truth around me. We do still have Bless, right? How yeah, you because he blessed us before we came in. Okay. Uh Bless is probably concentration. I imagine Zone of Truth may also be, not sure. But worth checking. Nope. No, it's not. It's not. Right, you cast Zone of Truth around yourself. By the way, this is just privilege defined. Oh, the cops are coming? Yeah. <laughs> I'll make sure to tell the truth. <laughs> uh, is that all you do, Polly? Uh, and I might say, uh, hey, Leaf Jim, maybe, maybe you might want to hide. Okay. <laughs> That's so fucked up. All right, uh, Polly. <laughs> you can't complain about us being violent every time and then be mad when I try to be sneaky. I, I have no complaints about anything you do, Leaf Jim. <laughs> it's more the implications of the police are here. Everyone who's not the tall, white, blonde guy run away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's a redhead in this universe. Oh, he is. Excuse me, excuse me. Right, it's Sire with red hair. <laughs> the guy who drew it can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Leafton, what are you what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to change into a raven and join Ivan up on the beams. <laughs> Just a couple of ravens. Just a couple of ravens hanging out. <laughs> I don't say this often. Mendo probably looks badass as hell right now, all batman out with like two ra- like ravens on it. Ah, yeah, on either side. Uh, before they get in, can I just ask if I have to also abide by Zone of Truth? I do, right? What level spell is that? It might say targets one creature... It should be in the spell's description. Uh, you create a magical zone that guards against deception in a 15-foot radius sphere centered on one point of your choice within range until the spell ends. A creature that enters the spell area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there must make a charisma saving throw. On a failed save, the creature can't speak a deliberate lie while in the radius. And I know whether it succeeds or fails. I would say you can make yourself immune to it. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about you having to do that. It's more about how you perceive what they say. Okay. Okay. Uh, Leaf Jim, you ma- you maintain a crow form or a raven form, and you fly up into the rafters. Uh, would you like to hide as a raven as well? Uh, I thought I might blend in, but yes, I, I guess if I, I mean have you to will, hide. you would certainly be a raven if they do see the raven. But you can also just make yourself uh, less visible as. I'll a raven. go into a darker shadow. Yes. <laughs> uh, you can also give a stealth check with advantage. It's nineteen. All right, wait, twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Uh, you guys are just shadows. Uh, and Polly, you're standing in the middle of the room with a glowing aura around you. Yep. <laughs> uh, great. Um, that ends the a free round you guys got. Polly, you feel in your head like strangeness and charm is freaking out, super anxious. You might be looking out the window at this point and seeing that there's a couple of guards that are trying to wrangle and put a rope around, uh, ropes around strangeness and charm's heads. Uh, I say, just let it happen, Strangers and Charm. Worst thing that happens, I send you back to the Celestial Realm for a little bit. Alright, she calms down, and you see, you hear the doors burst open as three golden knights entered the home. One from the front, two from the back. They burst in, and with their movement speed, surround you, Polly, and are standing all around you Mm -hmm. with long swords drawn. They're held in one hand, and their left hands are all free. One of them gestures to you and then gestures to the ground. Do you drop? I'll let you use your reaction if you want to. Uh, I'm going to say, gentlemen, (laughs) thank goodness you're here. Thank the radiance you're here. If you had only gotten here a few minutes earlier, I could have really used your help. Give me a deception check with disadvantage and roll well. (laughs) Okay, uh... Deception. That's a nine. Okay. <laughs> All of them attack you. You see... You know what? They're just gonna make some straight-up bonks. They're gonna roll for bonk. 
Can I scream, why are you attacking me? You can. You can scream that. <laughs> why are you attacking me? They don't answer. They haven't said anything. Polly, what is your AC at the moment? Uh, my AC at the moment is 18. 18. Okay. Four of their attacks do hit you. Oh. As they each take two against you. Uh, and yeah, they use their multi-attacks. They just silently start beating you down with the blunt side of their swords. I'm going to roll damage. Cool. A total of 32 damage. Oh, cool. As they get a seemingly free round of attacks against you. Jesus Christ. They go hard and try to take you down. It seems like they're trying to knock you unconscious and take you away. Cool. Seems kind of like a non-lethal attack. Yeah, they do seem non-lethal. Uh, did they did they roll their charisma when they entered? Uh, I can roll their charisma saving throws. Are they compelled to speak truth or are they... No. On a failed save, they can't sell lies, but they're not compelled to speak. Well, they didn't speak at all, but I will roll those checks. Uh, you know that one failed, two fail, three fail. They all failed. They all must be honest, but they're not being anything. They're just hitting you. <laughs> The shout, we're going to fuck you up. <laughs> uh, at the end of the Golden Knight's turn, that is now Mendo's turn. All right, so they're bonking out my buddy. We got three total. Yeah, you got three knights total. It looks like the guards haven't have not entered yet. Okay, that's the ripple. And guards are, I'm assuming, like a lower class of... They're weenies. They're below the knights. They're weenies. Yeah. Uh, how many guards? We have three knights and... It looks like three guards are getting ready to enter as well. Regards. At least when you were on the ground level. And they're from behind. They're they're the ones coming in from behind. Both. Uh, one from the front, two from the back. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So they split up. Okay. Can I see the two that are coming in from the back? Yeah, you can see them through a, a dirty window. Do, uh, I'm not going to pitch a fireball into the thing. You can also hold an action if you'd like to. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to. I'm going to delay action right now to see if we can, if Polly can get out of the way. I'll tell him, like, I can clear some shit. But I need you out of the way. I can't do anything while... I can't do anything while you're in the middle of everything. They clearly don't want to help us. Well, I see that now. <laughs> <laughs> Try it. Was it trying to instigate the police of this entire city? <laughs> Not saying you don't, but we're going to kill a bunch of them. So, well, so... So, Mendo, what are you holding your reaction to do? Uh, I'm going to hold to um, Polly. I'm going to wait for Polly's turn. You're going to wait for Polly to move... But it's like uh, on a triggering action, you take a reaction. Got you. Uh, I want to move my action. I'm going to tell Polly I can throw something if he runs upstairs. So if he moves upstairs, I'll take that turn. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, you wait for Polly to go upstairs to cast Fireball? Yeah. Got it. That's literally, that's my action. Sweet. Uh, that ends Mendo's turn. He gets a Fireball ready in his hand. You just see in this dark shadows above a single pearl of fire. <laughs> With two crows on the... Two ravens on the shoulders. <laughs> oh, they don't know they're there yet, do they? <laughs> no, they don't. Um, That is the guard's turn. You see two guards enter through the back door and one enters through the front. And they seem to uh, hold up by the door to prevent escape. It looks like they think these knights have the situation under control. And they don't want to get in their way. Uh, they actually... Uh, Polly, give me an insight check since you're on the ground level with these guys <laughs> getting the shit kicked out of you. Love that. Eleven. Eleven. You notice that uh, these guards that are holding back are maybe a little bit afraid of these knights. 
that is going to be the end of the guards' turn as they enter and seem to ready some actions. Uh, and Polly, that is you. Okay, uh, first off, Strangers and Charm, is he all bundled up right now? What can I tell? He's acting calm and they have him tied, but that's that. Can I just whisper to him, go batshit crazy? Can I just <laughs> say that? To go buck wild? Go buck wild, Strangers and Charm. <laughs> As uh, Strangest and Charm starts to gore the people <laughs> attempting, <laughs> attempting to uh, silence them. Uh, <laughs> um, and then I can, so I can disengage from these guys, right? And then... Yeah, you can take the disengage action and move away. Okay, uh, I'm going to disengage. Actually, first I'm going to, I'm going to caca, caca, cockroach it up. Yeah. Before I forget to do that. Right. And then I'm gonna disengage, and I'm sprinting up that, uh, sprinting up those stairs, man. Give me an insight check as you morph into cockroach form. As a 14. For a moment, you feel a strange connection to the Golden Knights, and it passes over you. You disengage and head for the stairs? Yeah, I'm getting, getting out. Alright, you disengage, you head for the stairs, and that activates Mendo's, uh, reaction. You can drop a fireball in on these guys. You can also hit the guys that came in through the back door in your fireball. I'd rather... I'm going for the biggins. I mean, you can get them all, is what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I'm going to do that. And hold on a second. Let me get more dice. I'm gonna have to- Wait, what's the radius on that? <laughs> oh, like a lot. It's like a 20-foot radius, right? Did Leave Jim go? Or <laughs> lock. I'm going to say you're just at the edge of this fireball, but you almost fireball yourself because it is a 15-foot high rafters. But we'll say you got a five-foot running head start. (laughs) 20-foot radius, yeah. Yeah, so you almost get scorched by your own fireball. (laughs) The ravens have to, like, flutter out of its range. It's pretty rad, pretty rad, I gotta say. But you blow up this whole goddamn uh, living room. Uh, I don't roll to attack, right? This is just a This is saving throws, so I will roll. You roll your damage, I'll roll saving throws. Hold on, I'm pitching dice all over my fucking room. First, tell me your spell save, DC. Uh, Spell save, DC. Is there any adds to that? I think that's just the natural. Do I add like wisdom or something to it? Um, it's like eight plus your spellcasting modifier plus proficiency. Ooh, what's proficiency? You have a plus three. I see it. I have a plus three? So that'll Your proficiency is plus three. So six plus eight is fourteen? Fifteen? Uh six plus eight is fourteen. Fourteen, 14 is my spell save. Okay. It looks like um two of the knights pass. And uh, one of the two guards that's in range passes. Uh, one knight fails, one guard fails. All right, 8d6. Here we go. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> All righty, we've got 16, 19, 22, 26, oh, God. 24, no, I'm sorry, 28. And 29 total. <laughs> total. Okay. Uh, <laughs> awful and disgusting. Uh, so uh, two of the knights take 14 damage. Uh, both of the guards are incinerated instantly. Uh, even the one that passed, he like dives out of the way slightly. He starts to dive out a window and uh, is like, I dodged it. And then the afterburn just <laughs> smokes him. Oh, no. He gets in front of it and then the flame goes around him. Oh, It's awful. Um Backdraft, motherfucker. It is an absolute backdraft moment. Uh, And (laughs) uh, it looks like all of the knights are still standing, even the one that failed to save, the one that was in the center of your blast and sort of shielded the other two a little bit from it. 
Their armor is definitely toasty, but as it has burned away, you still don't see any of their flesh. It's all armor. That's disquieting. The two guards have been destroyed, and there is a massive explosion. The windows are blown out. The door flies open, and a bunch of the explosion shoves out through the chimney and explodes out the top of the house. This huge explosion. There's no sound, but Mendo is smiling a lot. (laughs) There is the sound of screaming. Uh, Oh, yes. Brief though it may be. Mendo gives a little fist bump to Ivan Crow. (laughs) That is Mendo's reaction. Polly, does that end your turn? You've cockroach shifted and and disengaged and ran. Yes. Uh, I have a question. Did Leaf Jim go on her turn? Leaf Jim is not gone yet. Leaf Jim rolled a two. Okay. Yes. So that's you in the initiative order, and now it's Leaf Jim's turn. Okay, so yeah, I'm I'm trying to get out. Get out of there, man. You've gone. You've used your movement to get up the stairs. That is now Leaf Jim's turn. Does Leaf Jim recognize these golden knights from anything? <laughs> uh, is this for, are these golden knights from a certain land or a certain like? You can give me a history check for sure. Oh, it's a twenty bastard twenty. Efficiency bonus. <laughs> a bastard's twenty. Uh, with a bastard's twenty, you recognize the armor as being in the style. Of the Sovereign Guard. You know, Brivo was once one of the Sovereign Guard. They were dragonborn sworn to protect the Sovereign, the golden dragon that once ruled over Babylix. Uh, But these are clearly not dragonborn, and you can't see any of their uh, skin or flesh or their scales, whatever's underneath their golden armor. They're fully plated with visors down. Uh, The way they move, though, seems a little bit unnatural. Oh, Oh, shit. That is now, uh, oh yeah, that is now Leafjum's turn. Yes, um, well. Turn into a hippo and fall. Just Just splash damage those motherfuckers. A Nyxborn hippo. (laughs) (laughs) You can't be that. I looked up Nyxborn to, to like, for art stuff. They, they have like a, like a cosmic kind of nebula thing inside them. They look really cool. Yeah, imagine that, but on a hippo. What are you up to, Leafjum? Uh, I don't know. I'm just a bird. (laughs) (laughs) We have the advantage. Push it. Uh, can I like push? Can I like say in my brain? I'm like, they were, they have swords. Stay up there. They're not, they're not tall, right? I don't know if they can reach you if you stay up there. Hmm. Is there anything that I notice on these guards that maybe I could swoop in and steal from them? Like, I don't know. Hanging from their belts. Attack them! Make sure they can't hurt us more. <laughs> they have light hammers on their belts, like throwing hammers. Oh, never mind. Okay, throwing hammers isn't a thing. I know we're in a fantasy world, but <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, throwing hammers is a thing. It's a hammer that you throw. Yeah, I. That's just a hammer, is what I'm saying. Yeah, they have hammers. <laughs> but yeah, no obvious papers. They do have some weapons and stuff on their belts, but uh, it would be. A contested check, and then if you were going to fly away, you know, they'd get an opportunity attack. If we fly away right now? No, no, no. If you were to swoop in on them. Gotcha. Okay. Who wins in an arm wrestling match? Can I tell if they're magical? Soldier or bird? Uh, Can you tell if they're magical? Not without, like, a detect magic spell of some kind, uh, or, like, some time studying them. Uh, You could use your action on it if you want to. Hmm. Well, I think I might do that. I'm going to cast detect magic. Oh, wait, you can't cast in bird form, so you'd have to trans- transfer back. You're not wrong. It does have verbal and somatic components, and you cannot do the verbal components. 
Just a screeching bird. Incantations for detect magic happen to sound a lot like a, a raven. Uh, but yeah, you can certainly transform back in the rafters and cast a spell if you want to do that. Yes, I'll, I'll do that. I'll transform back into Leaf Jim as you know her and love her. Jim Jim, hey! Okay, so I cast detect magic. You cast detect magic. You see a slight pale yellow aura around these knights. They do seem to have some magical properties or have like been exposed to a lot of magic. The school of magic would probably be like transmutation or conjuration. Also, there's like a huge fucking demon warlock. Yeah, and you also feel uh, just radiating. You, I would say that with the tech magic, you know, you get poly in your range as well. Uh, you know, your eyes kind of, you shut your eyes and you open them up again and they are like owl eyes and uh, you're looking around and detecting the magical auras around things. You detect that there's a similar aura around Polly's radiance as is around these golden knights and that there is also an evil energy around Mendo. We already knew that. <laughs> I mean, I was, at this point, this, the jig is up. Like, yeah. <laughs> Mendo, you're evil? I should say infernal and demonic. Yes, well, Leaf Jim's still trying to avoid that as much as possible. Uh, <laughs> Typical mother. She is trying to figure out what the connection <laughs> is between Polly and these Golden Knights and why they're trying to kill him if he is so much like them. Uh, but anyway, uh, the that's my action, so... That's your action. Great. Uh, that's the knight's turn. Uh, well, first off, Mendo, you cast a, a spell that's... Uh, uh, I, I will say, Leaf Jim, casting detect magic has verbal and somatic components as well. Uh, these are spells that, uh, you know, you're basically shouting and doing gestures to cast them. So I would say the jig is up. Dang it! <laughs> casting from the rafters, uh, a giant fireball. <laughs> when you drop a grenade from the ceiling, they kind of... <laughs> uh, Mendo, you see one of the knights turns back towards you, and you see holds his left hand aloft, gathers some energy in it, mm. and whips up a... like a chain of lightning towards you. Uh, give me a strength saving throw. Oh, balls. Don't forget your plus four. Okay. Oh, thank you. What, what does he have a plus four from? Oh, bless. That's a D4. Plus one D4. One D4, excuse me. Oh, plus me. one D4. Where's my little... One D4. Where's my foreskin? <laughs> hey, I'll take it. That at least eliminates my negative one. Uh, that is 17. Uh, a 17 passes. You feel yourself being pulled by this uh, lightning, but it, it doesn't get a hold of you. You step over it and out of the lightning lure. This knight then realizing it cannot uh, attack you in the traditional sense, will pull out a, a, a throwing hammer uh, from its pocket and chuck it at you. Uh, Fucking mushroom world-ass goddamn technique. <laughs> All right. That is going to be... Shit, they get two actions? Oh, balls. Uh, is that a 13 to hit? So does that hit you? I believe that's right on... That's My arm AC is 13. It does hit you. Okay. You get nailed in the le in the in the knee by a hammer. Fuck you, big ow, mother! What the? Uh, for five bludgeoning damage. Cool. <laughs> Just throws a throws a hammer at your knee. Polly, you see one. Uh, you see one of these knights runs his hand over his sword, and you see it becomes sheathed in a pale green yellow light as he uh, steps towards you and chases you onto the stairs. Has the same speed as you, so will catch up and will make two weapon attacks against you. 
I don't get to attack him if he comes in range with me, do I? No, you do not. Ah. If he exits your range, though, that's a 25 on the first attack. Cool, that hits. <laughs> and that is a 15 on the second, misses. That does not. Yes. It hits me in my carapace. Hits your carapace, but the first one hits your fleshiness. And that is nine slashing damage as he... Great. Oh, wait, my apologies. That is ten slashing damage. Oh. You, you feel an extra one point of uh, nasty magical damage. Ah. Tss. He gets he, he gets into my meat, and then three seconds later I go, Ah. Tss. Oh, it's, it's like witch hazel. Uh, that is going to be the last of these knights. Uh, the one that's most burnt up is going to look at Mendo and just point. You need to make a constitution saving throw. Fucking death touch or some shit. Don't forget your d4. Oh, also, Polly, give me a saving throw to maintain concentration on Bless before this happens. And uh, this is constitution? Okay. Uh, this is a con saving throw, but hold, wait for Polly. Okay. 15. 15 passes. Cool. Uh, now that is going to be Mendo's turn. You can make that con saving throw and you can add your d4. That is a lot. 23. 23, you pass. You feel... There's a thousand little cockroach hands <laughs> pushing it away. <laughs> you feel yourself going blind. Your vision becomes tunnely and then you blink hard and you get your vision back. It fuzzes yeah. and then refocuses. There's a thousand little cockroach hands on your eyes, massaging the bad magic out. <laughs> yeah, ew, gross. <laughs> it doesn't feel better than being blind. <laughs> uh, that is the end of that knight's turn, uh, but he will join the other one. He will chase up the stairs and just get in your range, Polly. Uh, that is... Uh, two of the guards are dead. A third guard enters. What the hell happened in here? What is going on? Uh, I say, what is going on? Sees the situation. Uh, <laughs> Does he say anything? He goes, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, roll that, th roll that charisma saving throw. He's not within uh, 15 feet of you. You ran away. Ah, damn it. I, I put it on my feet. It's still in the center of the room. It's within 15 feet of you, isn't it? It's centered on you. No, it's a point. It's a point that I decide. It's a point that you decide? Yes. It's a point? That you decide? I think it's a point that he decides. It's a point that he decides. It's a point that he decides. A point that he decides. A point that he decides. Then yeah, uh, he enters your 15 foot radius sphere uh, and he makes a- On a point of your choice within range. The <laughs> fails. Um, Let's say, what is going on? <laughs> can't speak a deliberate lie while in the radius. How creative is this guy? How creative is he? Tell me right now. <laughs> I'm gonna roll an intelligence check. He got a fucking 18. Uh, he did a lot of handicrafts in school. We're taking you to the high city. Oh. And then he uh, throws a spear at Polly. Oh. Wait, is Polly upstairs now? He's on the stairs. Yeah. Uh, eight to hit misses. Throws a spear. Just fucking flies over your head. I say, oh, are you? Why? Fuck you. <laughs> and that is going to be... Hey, question, what's Strangest, Strangest and Charm doing right now? Strangest and Charm is going buck wild uh, outside, but you can't see her. Can I Can I tell him to get in here? Uh, you can give that command, yeah. I'm saying, get in here, go buck wild on bad people. Strangest and Charm acts on your turn, so we'll get back to that. Okay. Uh, Mendo, I actually skipped you. You should have gone before the guard, but let's do you now. 
The one that hit me? The one that threw the spear. Okay. But nothing happened on that guy's turn, so... Just to double down, this says anytime I'm damaged within 60 feet, so that counts for distance, range shit, right? Uh, it means, like, if someone within 60 feet of you hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction in that moment to do, do them damage. Even if the hammers, right? I'm not trying to retcon it, I'm just trying to remember. Yeah, you can do with uh, any weapon attack, any spell attack, anything that does damage to you. Eldritch Blast! Uh, uh, who are you blasting? Uh, who, whichever, the knights, first off. Uh, between the two, the motherfucker that hit me with a hammer. The one that hit you with the hammer is, I think, the one that you burned the worst. Yes, good. That's the one. I want the, uh... Oh, no, it's actually the second one. The one that hit you with the hammer is not the worst burned one. Okay, I'm gonna go after the... Mindo, I'm on the ground and there are two people near me. <laughs> Doomfinger the knight. We need to get rid of these knights. If these knights are... These are the problems, because one just tried to do something to me. What's Doomfinger? It's Eldritch Blast. Oh, okay. I thought I thought it was like <laughs> it's not a spell. <laughs> okay, I was like, what the hell? Doomfinger. Doomfinger. <laughs> this is like what I would name my like World of Warcraft character at eleven. Doomfinger. On Polly is the badly burned one and the moderately burned one, <laughs> and uh, directly below you is the one that threw the hammer at you, as well as the guard. Whatever, what, whatever is the the weakest looking. Fuck. These are some turbo. Travis's. So whatever the uh, <laughs> the weakest looking Travis is, I'm gonna still go after that one. The turboist Travis, or the d most damaged turbo Travis, is yes. The is on Polly on the stairs. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna try to Eldritch Blast that sucker and try to help Polly out a little bit. Right, roll to hit. Thank you. <laughs> Don't forget to add a D4 to your attack roll. Thank you. I will not stop reminding because I keep forgetting. Good, because you just gave me an extra four. Um, <laughs> 17. 17 doesn't hit. <gasps> Fuck! Oh, these are some serious Travises. There's some turbo Travises. Oh, fuck me. That was with your first blast, but you get multiple, right? Oh, yeah, I sure do. Nope. Did you get a D4? Did you throw your D4 in there? I did, and I that's my third four in a row on my D4, but that one missed. That was just a nine, so. <gasps> Uh, you blast out two Aldrich Blasts. They just hit the armor, and it doesn't seem like they've, they've done any... They haven't bothered the knight at all. Guys! Wait, this might be... Mm, we might be in trouble. That ends uh, Mendo's turn? Question mark? Yes. Uh, I already went with that guard by mistake. That is now Polly's turn. Kill! Polonius. I'm gonna flail the weak guy. Gonna give him a good old flailing. <laughs> You turn around on the stairs and just whip a flail out at this guy's head. I say, fine, you don't want to talk, do you? Do they talk? Doesn't say anything. God damn it, okay. Alright, and... How about a 19? Is a 19 hit? 19 hits. Okay, cool. Uh, he's gonna get a... he's gonna get a goal. Did you use your d4? Oh wait, are you blessed? Yeah! Uh, and then I'm going to... that was with my d4. Um, I did bless myself. I didn't bless Ivan, cause uh, sorry, Ivan. Hey, it's okay. I'm made of shit. It would, <laughs> it would have made you weaker by cleaning off parts of you. Cool. And I'm gonna give a, I'm gonna give a good old smite too. Um, just a level one. Level one smite. Got it. Gotta do some math here. D8 plus strength plus two D8. Uh, that's a 23 to hit that guy. You gotta roll your damage, brother. Wait, what? Your damage. You didn't roll damage. Yes, I did. Wait, it was 23. You said to hit. I think he just mixed up minced words. Yeah, 23 23 damage then. Yeah. 
23 th through hit, um, whatever the adverb, correct adverb, 23 hitting. 23 damage, yeah? Yes. 23 hitting damage. Did you do 23 damage? <laughs> he did! We're gonna be here forever! I did 23 damage. Third base! I did 23 damage. <laughs> you did 23 damage on the weak one. Polly, finish him. Okay. Uh, I said, sure you don't want to talk? Are you sure you don't? Uh, and then, uh, I said, you gotta use that mouth for something. And I, whoo, 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 and I bash that flail right into his, uh, lower half of his jaw. You bash it into the lower part of the helmet, and you feel the helmet rip up and away, and it pulls flesh with it. This guy's face was seemingly fused to the visor, and as you knock it up and off, the flesh rips off as well, and it's just a bloody, mangled mess left behind instead of a face. Ugh. He's a master chief. He's sewn into the suit. And it drops dead. Great. All right. Uh, well, I still got more. I still got a lot more to do. Um, <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and shield bash the next guy. I got a contested strength trick. Is that right? Athletics. Athletics check. Oh, okay, that's a 23. Uh, you... lose. It's a 24. <gasps> Stays up. Oh. Rude. Well, I'm still gonna hit him. I'm still gonna give him my second flailing. My extra flailing. Uh, and that's, that's a 14. 14 misses. Okay. Bonk into the side of the armor. It just hits his left arm on the forearm. But it doesn't seem to do much damage. Uh, okay... But that ends your turn, Polly? Uh, yeah, that's it. That is going to be... Leaf Jim. Finally! I feel like I've been silent for so long. Ah, oh! <laughs> Leaf Jim, you're still here. Right, I'm here, yes. Ka, ka, ka. I, uh, earlier, Polly was like, is Leaf Jim, did she leave? <laughs> is she gone? <laughs> back after that long beard, motherfucker. I told her to hide. I didn't mean, like, a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna go back to high harvest. Um, <laughs> Alright, so... One of the gold... Knights is down. Uh, one gold knight is down, yes. One's also on the stairs with Polly, and one's still, like, in the middle of the room? Yeah, one's right below you guys. And then there's still a regular guard, regular old Travis. Yeah, regular guard standing in the zone of truth as well, yeah. <laughs> okay. He's just going through it right now. He's I'm just really feeling honest. I'm really feeling like, I don't know, like, uh, like I can really talk to you. Does that make sense? Does that, do, I, do I sound crazy? Yeah. You know, do you want to talk about this later somewhere else? Over a beer? Yeah, I guess if you survive and kill all these guys. You know, you could survive if you left. Am I? This is crazy. Uh, that is now uh, Leafdom's turn. Yes, here I am. Uh, so I'm going to you cast Heat Metal upon the gold boy, the golden boy in the room underneath me. You cast Heat Metal on what exactly? Golden armor. You go to cast Heat Metal on it? Yeah. It is not metal. <laughs> what? It's not heavy or medium metal armor? <gasps> Not metal armor. Oh. Well, that's just really... Uh, These are constructs. That's false advertising. You said gold. The gold is a color. <sighs> yeah, but it's also a metal. You can cast it on his sword. I don't know if I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I'll cast it on his sword. Cast it on his sword. Uh, he needs to make a saving throw to hang on to it, right? If it's not sewn to his hand. Fails the saving throw, the sword turns red hot in his hand. 
uh, burns through the like leather wrapping on the handle, and he drops the sword. Uh, and you can roll your damage for that. Nine damage from Leaf Jim. Nice! Nine damage. This guy's uh, hand sizzles. It just seems to flinch for a moment. Just like almost like a instinctual reaction. It just flings the sword and it uh, sinks into the wood at its feet. That is another nine damage to this guy. And we'll be right back after this break. When I say dingle, you say dangle. Dingle. Dangle. 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 Welcome to Dingles and Dangles and Dungles and Dongles pod. Wait a minute. (laughs) Welcome back. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Hard reset on Andre there. Yep. We'll start over. Uh, So yeah, you guys are in the middle of this fight. Uh, Leaf Jim, you just uh, uh, heated some metal. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, what did, uh, was that Leaf Leaf Jim's turn? Yeah, are are you finished with uh, all your- Nine damage. Nine. Nine solid damage, but is any bonus actions, etc.? Uh, actually, yes. I'm gonna turn into a hyena. (laughs) Sick. Cool. They got jaw strength, man. That that bite's one of the most powerful. Uh, You transform into a hyena, still on the rafters. Yes, balancing. There's something so funny about, I'm going to turn into a hyena. After a long day of heating metal, there's nothing I love more than turning into a hyena. (laughs) Pasture Farms hyena juice. It's laughably good. (laughs) Anyway, that's the night that's on Polly. Uh, That's its turn. That joke was hyenas. What was Strangeless and Charm doing during my turn? Freaking out. Oh, yes. Uh, well, you, you feel that combat is happening with Strangeness and Charm. You get a vague sense of combat. Go, cow, go. Uh, and well, let me roll something real quick. Also, I want to clarify, I'm turning into a giant hyena. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> Mendo, it's getting a little crowded on these rafters. There's a bird and a halfling, a hyena, a giant hyena. A giant hyena. Just blending in. <laughs> And so that is this golden knight that is on you, Polly. This is the one with the uh, souped-up weapon that's chased you down. Yep. He'll, uh, you know what? I think the best thing is if he just uh, attacks you twice. That's what he'll do with his souped-up weapon. Cool. Cool. Uh, that's an 11 to hit. Misses on its first attack. Don't go down. Oh, boy. That's uh, way above 20. Hits you on the second one. Cool. 11 slashing damage. That's so much damage. Ugh. A lot of damage. I mean, was that three attacks? Two, three attacks? Two attacks. Okay. Um, hits you for 11 damage. Can we see Polly on the stairs, or are they kind of like on the side of us? Can we see him? This guy's on the stairs. You guys can see everything that's happening, mm-hmm. but this guy's on the stairs with Polly, kind of chasing him up the stairs. You guys can probably just see like Polly's knees or something. Uh, uh, but this guy doesn't have the high ground, but is sort of expertly wielding this long sword in a two-handed fashion to cut into Polly bit by bit. Uh, and you guys can sense that. Uh, you, you had your detect magic on earlier, that this sword has been imbued with a magic weapon spell. Uh, and then the, that's this knight below you guys. He's going to try another lightning lure on 
Mendo, because mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't want a hyena on it. Can I can I use an action to grab onto the hyena if it were? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, not. Uh, you can, however, make a strength saving throw. Let's do it. All right. Plus your D four. You're doing me good. Why you gotta do me like that, die? I fail. Polly, uh, also give me a check to maintain concentration on your blessed spell. Oh, that's good. That's a good thing to remember to do. Oh. Uh, that's a three. You lose concentration, bless goes away. Ah, crap. Uh, now I just have these ashes on my forehead. Gross. For the rest of the day? (laughs) (laughs) Mendo, you are ripped 15 feet from the ground uh, and crash at this knight's feet, laying prone. You crash 15 feet. You take first two fall damage. So that's bludgeoning damage, two fall damage. Cool. Uh, And then you take an additional... Oh, God. 14 lightning damage. Cool. So I know I'm prone. Can I hellish rebuke? You can. (laughs) You land on your back super hard and like lightning shoots through it. So it doubles your sciatica pain (laughs) and you respond in kind. Point at him and shoot that shit. Yeah, it just like bursts out from within his armor, this flame. Uh, And he must make a dex save for hellish rebuke. Hellish rebuke is dexterity saving. Fails. Here we go, 2d10. Beautiful. Yes, and eh. <laughs> 12. 12 total. 12 total. All right, this guy is beginning to look chipped away at. His armor is giving. Out of spell spells. Oh, you you upcast it, remember, because you're a warlock, so it might be more damage. Ooh. I don't know how that works. I'm just going to say that up. So uh, read the spell, Hellish Rebuke. It says it should say oh, at the end, shit. when you cast a spell at blank level or higher, and you cast everything at a third level right now. So, uh, one extra d10. Hellish Rebuke is a first level spell. So it goes from 2d10 to 4d10. You roll an additional 2d10. That's an extra nine. An additional nine. An additional nine. Oh, man. Hold on. Let me do some math here. Make sure this guy's still standing before he takes another attack on you. Dingles and Dangles is brought to you by math. Math. For the home. Fuck it. Or, as the bridges say, maths. I like saying maths, and I don't know why. It's fun to be different. Thank you. Wait. Yeah, thank you. <sighs> this guy literally has one HP left, dude. Oh, <laughs> a bitch! No! I wanted to finish it. <laughs> Can we? Oh my goodness! I <laughs> wanted to finish his ass. But just with the last of its strength, it brings down the longsword in two hands now. I'm not dead yet. Wait, did it pick it up? Uh, oh, clever girl. <laughs> uh, reaches down to its uh, one of its light hammers on its uh, uh, belt and tries to just, like, uh, you guys ever see Drive with Ryan Gosling? No. Uh, tries to brain you with a hammer. <laughs> you are prone on the ground, so it will roll with advantage. What? That's an 18 to hit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, max damage. Uh, Son of a bitch. <laughs> one damage off. Eight damage to you with bludgeoning. Just hits you in the head with a hammer. Ugh. I'm prone, but I'm still standing. Good. Mendo is hard-headed, so he's he's going to be fine. <laughs> uh, hits you square in the forehead with a uh, hammer. Uh, <laughs> just mother. Okay. How are my boys feeling? How are they doing? What's your HP at? Shitty. Did that do eight damage? Uh, it did do eight damage, yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> you just get bashed in the face with a hammer and you hear a voice above you say, how are my boys doing? Uh, Is it not great, Jeff Jeff? Uh, how are you doing, Mendo? All you hear is just a string of curses. <laughs> oh, I'm at full health. I'm feeling great. <laughs> You've just been chilling up in the rafters this whole time. As a giant hyena. Don't forget to use your raven. He, he, he can't do a, a lot. He can use the help action freely. What does that mean? Which gives you advantage on attacks. Oh, God damn it. Well. Wow. Does that work for cantrips? It works for all attack rolls. Son of a bitch. Does it work for theirs or just mine? Oh, no. Yeah, you can go on an enemy, I believe. And we'll, we'll look it up later. But I believe you can go on an enemy and attack rolls against the enemy have advantage. That's what I was assuming. Yeah, I was wondering if he's like bugging him so hard, like everyone can kind of get. Yeah, yeah, I believe that's the case. Yes. He's just still staring at that wall, man. He hasn't been told to do anything else yet. Uh, you know, I kind of like being a raven. I think I might just uh, do this from now on. Peaceful. Hey, uh, what's going on over here? Holy shit, boss. You just got hit in the face with a fucking ball peen. You hear a squawk and a, see a flurry of feathers as the raven goes down onto this knight above you and uh, starts trying to distract him. Yeah, do it, motherfucker. Good job. Uh, that is the end of the knight's turn, which makes it Mendo's turn. Just fucking just... Dude, just standing over you. Uh, oh, man, I gotta stand up, don't I? You do, but it won't provoke uh, any attacks unless you leave his range. Okay, cool. I got no spells, so let's Eldritch Blast this. Can I just... Okay, it's one day. He's got one health. I know he has one health. Can I just create bonfire in him? Uh, He's above you. He's like standing with a leg on either side. It's 1d6. I will do one damage. Can I just touch him and create him a bonfire? <laughs> Can I, is that a thing? You cast create bonfire? Uh, One sec. Let me check. I, that might be a touch attack. Uh, one action within 60 feet, take the concentration, you create a bonfire on the ground that you can see within range, fills a five foot cube, any creature in this bonfire space when you cast a spell must succeed on a deck saving throw, or take 1d8 fire damage. It also increases when you reach 5th level to 2d8. He's gonna take one no matter what, right? It doesn't take half damage on a success, so if he succeeds on the saving throw, he won't, he'll take zero damage. Well, I don't trust these fucks, they're gonna succeed. Uh, I don't, uh... But it also would affect you because, again, he's on you. That's fair. I was going to say I could poison spray, but I have a feeling he's probably immune to that shit. Let's just Eldritch Blast him. Let's go with the classic. Classic Blast. You're in close range, so you'll have disadvantage on the attack, but you have advantage, uh, so it'll cancel out. Just cancels out one roll? Yep, one roll. Nope. Oh, natural one. Reroll. Hey. Yay. We're learning. <laughs> We're learning as a team. Knowledge is literally power. Oh. Still missed. I got a big hole in my head. It's not a good time to shoot fireballs. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh, yeah, you shoot at the, the uh, blurry second image of a golden knight that you see. Yeah. You shoot at one of the birds that's fluttering around your head. <laughs> what, you miss with both or what? Oh, fuck. <sighs> I, so I, I'm almost there. I'm getting there. Knowledge is literally power. I'm getting there, damn it. Counting is hard. Uh, the other one was 17. I think I still miss, right? Just misses. Yeah. Um, that is now the guard's turn. It's looking pretty good for us. <laughs> uh, Run away. Uh, and tries to stab Mendo with a spear. Oh, fuck. <sighs> that one. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> He's not a halfling, right? He's like <laughs> he is a halfling. The spear's way too big. <laughs> it's just... I'm yelling, leave! I, I, they'll kill me if I, a dereliction of duty. Do the math! 
There's a hyena up there. I've seen a lot of people get hanged. <laughs> uh, Have you seen a lot of people get hyenaed? No. <laughs> so I did the math. <laughs> All right. Buckle up. <laughs> uh, that is ends the guard's turn. That's uh, Polly's turn. Okay. Uh, I'm going for another uh, another flailing. Go for it. On this dude. He's getting on my last nerve. Uh, I'm assuming a 21 hits. It does. Cool. I'm going to do a level two. Smite. Yeah, it says 3d8 in addition to your 1d8. Plus strength. So I'm doing four d8s. 26. On my first one. 26 damage. Oh my god, that's how old I am. Wow. Savage flex there, grubs. Um, massive radiant strike into this guy, and you shave off enough of this plate armor, or what appears to be plate armor, is actually like a beetle-like carapace that's on the outside of this guy. And the skin you see underneath is the same tone as your own. I look at him and I look at me. When will my reflection show who I am? I'm going to shield bash him. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, how, does a, how does a 16 fare on this guy? Athletics. Uh, it fails. He gets a 21. Cool. Then my next attack then. Go to Bash, he just grabs the lip of your shield, you swing up with a uh, flail. Yeah, it's it's really actually kind of like a dance, the dance of my people. 22. 22 hits. I'm not going to, nah, I, I'll save one smite in case I want it. How about a 11? Finish him. Uh, who I am <laughs> inside. <laughs> I'm feeling very Leah Salonga right now. We are men. But then I'm uh, I'm saying who I am inside, and then I rip open his insides by flailing right into his belly belly. How does that work with a flail? That's how hard he hit him. It's like an underhand throw. Yeah, it's more of a blunt kind of like like grasping and ripping. Like you grab the ball and just shove it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I want to see if he's got the same kind of like like ab definition that I do. Um, roll athletics, competitive athletics check to see who has better abs. <laughs> oh no, Andre, don't do this to me. Oh, okay, uh, 23. Got a 22, you have slightly better abs. Ooh! Same size, but yours are slightly more symmetrical. <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> he's like fully dead and I'm like posing next to him being like, hmm. <laughs> That uh, ends your turn. That's my turn. Yes. I, I, I'm looking at the guard and I'm saying, zone of truth, who's got better abs? It's you. I can't tell a lie. It's you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ah, that's good. That's what I, that, that's why I. Good boy. That was a good use of a second level spell. Okay, <laughs> Leaf Jim, that's you. There's one golden knight, one, one scared and honest guard. All right. I'm, I'm finally going to fly the coop and jump down and bite this guard. <laughs> the, the guard? <laughs> uh, um, no, 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 I'm sorry. The, no, no, the gold knight. <laughs> okay. I was like, come on. He's got one HP and he's bashing me in the face with a hammer. Yeah, yeah. No, sorry. They, they're they all the same to me. The the golden one. Uh, yeah, you you die for the golden knight. Uh, it's badly injured, uh, just hovering over Mendo with a hammer intent on murder. And you dive to save. 
Uh, it's a 24 to hit. Yeah. Uh, finish him. He's 1 HP. Oh. All right. I scratch down the middle of his golden armor and I eat his heart out. <laughs> and also, I can rampage. So whenever a hyena reduces a creature to zero hit points, uh, I can then make a bonus action to move up to half my speed and bite another. I'm going to bite the guard now. Yeah. You just start maul. You instant. You dive down, rip a huge chunk of this guy's <laughs> arm off. And then uh, I turn the- slowly towards the guard who thought he was like, oh, we're winning. And I go, Arr. And he knows it's up. The jig is up. <laughs> Mendo threw the massive migraine and head bonus. Why did you do that sooner? Uh, 17 to hit. <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's nine piercing damage. Oh, God. This guy's so close to death. Uh, do we want to kill him? Do we want... I, I mean, you know, why not? Or... He seems to know a lot of things, and I've got I've got 55 more minutes of Zone of Truth on him. <laughs> uh, you just rip into his thigh and just tear a chunk out, and this guy yes. starts bleeding out horribly. Yes. Uh, he's got two HP. I'll just be honest. Uh, <laughs> it's not looking great for him. He's like, I'll be honest, I got two HP. <laughs> <laughs> Do I know if he's lying? Uh, you, you know that he is not. Uh, okay, good. Leaf Jim, that is your uh, turn, unless you want to do something else. Well, I, I do. I, I want to see if I smell. I don't know if that's an action or not, but if I can sense if there's any more guards coming. Uh, you give the air a whiff. Give me a perception check real quick. That's Leaf Jim's or is that mine? Yeah, what's my cow doing right now? Uh, yeah, you'd use a Leaf Jim's wisdom perception check. If you have advantage on smell checks because of a hyena, you can use that advantage. Like keen hearing and smell type of thing. Okay, 15. Uh, 15. You sniff the air and you smell cow and blood <laughs> as strangeness and charm comes bursting through the door yeah. with the gourd remains of two guards on her horns. No. <laughs> one on each head. <laughs> yeah, one on each head. Uh, flops them down onto the ground and... <laughs> I am so proud right now. Oh, Andre, this makes me so happy. Uh, but that's all you notice. Uh, you don't hear any more guards coming or smell any other guards. All right. Just a lot of blood and a lot of burnt air. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, that is the end of all of those nights. Mendo, that's your turn. Only the guard remains. <laughs> He's in the zone of truth. Can I use in? intimidate to make him surrender uh yeah tell me what you say to him uh so as just as fucking angry as he possibly can look at him with a head wound going down still probably red glowing eyes a fucking bat <laughs> or a hawk or what is it a crow landing on his shoulder just like drop the what drop your weapons give me an intimidation check with advantage as you're bleeding from your forehead and like flames shooting out of the wound <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> He's a teapot, but instead of steam, it's fire. A, gi- a giant hyena, like six times your size next to you. I've got the cloak of Beelzebub. I got to make sure I add that. Oh, the cloak of flies thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, the flies. Oh. oh, yes, the flies. We haven't seen the flies in a while. We couldn't forget about the flies. I hope we had. I believe that Eldritch Invocation gives you advantage on checks, which you already have anyway, so. So I can't remember if it gives me advantage or like a actual a direct. Pretty sure it's the advantage, but you can check it out. Advantage. You're right. That's why we voted for him for DM. Yeah, <laughs> we did the direct democracy style. <laughs> Sire voted for himself. 
I voted for Jill Stein. <laughs> a useless third party vote. But, you know, if we had all voted for Jill Stein, she would have been our DM. So True. Could you imagine if we had Jill Stein as DM? She would have been here every Sunday. Very popular podcast. <laughs> 15. Uh, yeah, uh, this guy's such a weenie. That's such a low DC. Uh, drops his spear on the ground and... Uh, Good. <laughs> All right, I don't want to die. Um, Good, you finally figured it out. I did. I figured it out. I don't, I don't want to die. I don't want to die to you. I don't want to die to the high wizards. I don't want to die to anyone. See, that's fair. And you won't as long as you keep talking. Can you call off your giant hyena? Mm, not until you- Oh, this giant hyena? Uh, <laughs> you might not realize this, but she's actually quite nice. Don't, Polly! I transform back into Leaf Jib. No, Leaf Jib! Uh, oh. I, I am quite nice, young man, if, if you, if you don't cross us. <laughs> it's scarier that you're a person and a hyena. Well, we're just looking for some information. Well, I am in a zone of truth. Yep, come sit down. Come sit down on this chair that recently had an archdemon on it. Yes. Whatever it is, get it out of him quick. There might be more coming. Kind of makes me not want to sit in the chair, to be honest. Well, you're gonna. What's your name, young boy? And don't lie to us. It's uh, Ben Wise. Ben Wise. It's a very nice name, Ben Wise. Thank you. My mom gave it to me. Oh, that's very nice. <laughs> Along with my breastplate. Oh, well. Didn't do you a lot of good, buddy. No, it didn't. You want it? You can have it. What the hell are these gold things? Yes, I, I'm also curious about what these golden boys were. <laughs> Listen, I don't know much about the golden boys. I just know that, you know, they started sending them down to patrol. The wizards started sending them down to patrol after, you know, you Radiance guys arrived. Uh, you know, they're really aggressive and they're kind of fucked up and they just take people to the upper city. And, you know, I get off on the scaffolding. That's where I live. So I don't really see where they go uh, when they take people, so. Um, do they ever talk? Ever? I've never heard one talk. That's terrifying. It's really scary. Sometimes you can't shut me up. I'll just keep talking and talking <laughs> and talking. Oh, I can tell you so many stories about my beloved husband, Figus Bilber. He was recently murdered. I would love to hear them. I would love to live to hear them. Leaf Jim. We sit there for an hour and then... <laughs> Yes. Oh, I'll stop talking. Anyway, we have business to attend to, Benwise. Um, so do you have any idea why they came after us and why, even though we share these lovely carapacy parts, I stick my cockroach face right in his face? Even though we're built of the same stuff, they would come after me, a sweet boy. Yes, why would they go after my sweet boy? I just got sent to... Uh, to ride along, but uh, as far as I know, they got a tip on this house that uh, someone that uh, uh, His Holiness Mr. Clearview wanted um, an audience with, so. Well, if they're talking about Polly, then... What's the name? I, I, I wasn't given a name. I, I, I was just told to come along and uh, to watch the door if anyone left and take him down. Well, obviously, this Mr. Clearwater <laughs> wanted them incapacitated. While holding my bloody, slightly fiery wound, I'm going to search the, the gold knights, see if they have anything. And at the same time, can I do a knowledge arcana to see if I can figure out what the freak these things are? Yeah, you want to start taking these things apart, like looking at them a little closer? Yeah. Give me an arcana check or a uh, nature check or a medicine check. Arcana it is. 
fucking natural 20! You start picking these things apart, and we'll get back to this in a second. Cool. But uh, he answers your question quickly, Leaf Jim. He says, uh, I was not, I was told not to kill anyone. I was told to just bring people in. And then uh, Mendoz starts picking at this weird armor, and you see it like folds over, but there's no gaps in it. Once you examine the folds, they just seem to meld into flesh. And you start peeling a piece away and Ugh. there's like this goop that's holding it to the flesh Ugh. and like slightly tears the flesh. But you, you know, maybe take uh, a dagger or something and scrape bits of the carapace off. And you can do this with the visor on the face. And as you remove it, you see what looks like an irradiant person, an irradiant, like around Polly's age. It looks like Polly, frankly. How can I tell he's irradiant? Irradiant because it, it, he's got this copper... Mm. chitiny hair and with these little antennas Mm -hmm. that spring up once you remove the visor uh, along with these little mandible sides to his mouth and is that what i look like (laughs) uh and you remove it but you see there is no mouth where those mandibles are it's sealed completely shut like that scary scene in the matrix (laughs) spoiler it's very early in the movie (laughs) From 1999. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say. You know the, the plot point of no mouth. <laughs> First 20 minutes from a movie in 1999. Spoiler. Not even act two. I would like to say, uh, Ben Wise, in your good conscience, do you have any other information for us? Also, I'm positioning myself between Ben Wise and, and Mendo right now. <laughs> he looks at the charred corpses of his friends that you killed. In my good conscience, I have no more information for you. <laughs> So, um, how much, uh, how quickly do you think you could get out of town? Very? Um, I probably can't, right? Because all the passages are sealed off. Well, I happen to know. You're a, he's a, he's a halfling, right? Yeah, I'm a halfling. Oh, he is a halfling. Benwise, I'm going to offer you something right now. Uh, we got a, we got a halfling caravan coming in. We're going to get him in eventually. If I were you, I would, uh... Take a new name. Ben Wise, great name. Think of a better one. Pretend that you came in with those people, come into the city, and never... Just pretend you died here. I've always wanted to go by Zane. <laughs> oh, that's a lovely name. I've never told anyone that. <laughs> that's a rad name, Zane. Thank you for being vulnerable with us. I've held it close to the chest my whole life. I've always wanted to be Zane. You're gonna pretend that you died here today, okay? You got it. All right. Dude, can I trust you? With magic, you can. (laughs) Good, good. (laughs) Get out of here, you scamp. See ya. Bye. He scrambles out of this blood-filled house. Do I recognize what this might be? What this could, what, what, like, the process to making this weird thing is? You're trying to get more of an idea on this thing. It definitely seems twisted intentionally into this form. I will, I will say that you know that with that uh, arcana check but anything more than that you'd need like some serious researcher to to take a look at this thing gotcha um so the irradiant transformations are like inextricably uh related to our uh, relationship with the radiance i'm really speaking out of my butt right now can i do a religion check to try and like get get a gauge on what's going on here can i c- commune with the radiance you can do a religion check for sure that is a 19. 19. Uh, you 
feel sick when you look at this thing. It seems like when the radiance comes to you, it's in a pure natural form. It feels like it feels like an extension of your own body. It feels like something that's been within you and that you draw out of yourself naturally. Mm-hmm. This seems like something forcibly took the power that you use and impressed it in large quantities upon this thing and formed it into something that should not have been. I vomit. Uh, And it feels like that was done with arcane magic, certainly, but also with something else. Uh, Strangers and Charm also vomits. We're all vomiting together. Everyone vomits. I do not. And as you guys sit around examining uh, this body and picking it apart, you hear from the center of the room a handful of footsteps and then poof, a trap door in the floor bursts open and Zarkap, your friend, your wizard friend, Leaf Jim, oh. bursts out and goes, what the hell are you guys doing? You're going to get in trouble. You're going to get taken away. We got to go. We got to go right now. All right. This guy's here. We'll follow you, Zarkap. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Mendo, burn the house down. I mean, if you if you insist. <laughs> uh, give me one second. Leave no evidence. Burn the house down. Give me one second. I'm going to run upstairs. Is there anything around? Check the night. Loop. Etc. Just give a quick glance. <laughs> you start going through drawers. Uh, no, this is an old abandoned house. There is not much upstairs. Gotta make sure there's nothing I can steal. <laughs> what about the What about the guards? The guards have anything? No, they have. Um, Does the water work? Is the water on? <laughs> yeah, you start digging through their fucking satchels. Uh, let's see. They have pictures of their family and open their mail. Open their mail. Uh, a pitiful amount of gold. <laughs> Take the gold, and I'm gonna start just shooting elders blasts everywhere. Just set this place on fire. You start lighting this place ablaze. Uh, It catches very quickly, old dry wood. And uh, he goes, well, maybe wait on lighting the... Okay, everyone in the basement. Everyone in the basement. We got to go right now. (laughs) Oh, all right. Let's follow Zarkap. Yeah, actually, I was going to unsummon Strangers and Charm, but I'm just bringing him into the the tunnel with me. Nope. Unsummon your cow. We can't bring the cow where we're going. Cows can't go downstairs. Fine. I go Strangers and Charm. I'll get you. I'll, we'll talk later, and I kiss them both on the che- on the on the forehead. You have no time to say goodbye to your spirit cow. Let's please move, please immediately, please. Okay, I'm running. I'm way ahead. See this guy? He was a dick to me earlier, but he knows what's fucking going on. Shut up! Fuck you. Ivan is flying. That's Mendo, by the way. But Ivan flying next to him, just jogging along. <laughs> okay, I'm coming. <laughs> I've got a head wound the size of a gold sovereign. Let's get the hell out of here. I think you boys need to rest a bit, but uh, maybe not in a burning house. Yep, let's go. <laughs> uh, you guys pass by Zarkep on your way into the basement and leave Jim. Uh, you're the last one in. Mm-hmm. He grabs you by the shoulders. Yes. Oh. And he says, Leaf Jim, I know it's been a while since your adventuring days, but yes. we're back in the shit now. <laughs> yes. Uh, very deep in it, Zarkep. I agree. Uh, and I mean it literally. Let's go into the sewers. All right. That's, I was afraid you were going to say that. Hell yeah. <laughs> now, uh, do you remember that one time we... I don't. We were traversing around the... No, you don't? I was a younger man. <laughs> yes. It was younger days. It's probably best you don't remember. I was blackout drunk all the time. Uh, he takes you guys down to the basement and you see there's like a pipe access hatch in the wall. <laughs> That's where he came out. Uh, and he goes... Uh, right this way. All right. Uh, I go first. <laughs> I've been in the sewers before. <laughs> uh, yes, you have. Yep. 
I'm going to. I'm still a cockroach. I'm doing great. And I'm immune to disease. I'll put anybody. I'll put Mendo on my shoulders since he's got an open <laughs> what wound. The, what you, just, uh, fine, fine. You get some ceiling scrapings in your forehead wound. <laughs> too tall. I should probably have healed Mendo. Pick, pick your poison, Mendo. Pick your poison. Um, yeah, you guys all. Yeah, you're all so barefoot. Super gross. Uh, you guys all head into this. Uh, there's this like low running water in this pipe, but uh, it, it's pretty clear of sewage. Uh, but you guys follow Zarkep. It's clear except for the turds floating through it. Except for occasional turd. And you see Zarkep uh, casts a, a light spell at the end of his wand and leads you guys through these pipes. Uh, they twist and turn occasionally. Uh, he flutters down with a feather fall. Uh, but you guys follow him through this maze of pipes for some time until you come into a larger dome where a bunch of different pipes seem to meet. Uh, there is a pool and a river that goes around, but there's also a center platform. And there you see a gathering of a bunch of weird little critters. Yeah. <laughs> you see the gutter snipes, those uh, six-legged weasels that were digging through the gutters earlier. Mm -hmm. A handful of them are chasing each other around in the circle. Uh, a few were-rats, uh, weird rat people having a, a snack and sitting around chatting with each other. Uh, but you also see sitting on an old toilet seat that's out of use, uh, maybe. <laughs> and <laughs> Debatable. Uh, sitting atop it is this five-headed were-rat, five-headed rat man. And Zarkep stops you guys and he says, <clears throat> Introducing... The Rat King Pasquale, Vermin Lord of the Undercity. The Rat Man rises, and five simultaneous voices say, Who visits me in my home? Oh, boy. Oh, uh, it's me, Sally Leaf Jim Grinzire of High Harvest. Hi! Nice to meet you, Mr. Squire. Hi, I'm Polonius Radswell of the Radswells. The five heads nod. <laughs> We're both looking at Mendo right now. Oh. And this one, this, this one's, one's weird. weird. <laughs> oh, yes. All five uh, voices at the same time. Quite. Uh, this is Mendo Hatrest. Hmm. All five heads look at Mendo. Mendo Hatrest of the Bradoa Hatrests. Andre, are you gonna put are you gonna put five voices in in post? I am going to multiply my voice five Hell times. Hell yeah! Leave this part in there too, so that it can be five voices and then we discuss it halfway through. Yes. I'm gonna lean towards Ivan. I've got an open head wound. Does that rat have five heads? That's a five-headed rat guy. <laughs> what a freak, right? He bursts into flames. <laughs> I'm going to turn into a crow again. Yes. Le Leaf Jim's going to cure wounds for Mendo. You uh, see this five-headed rat approaches you and starts sniffing at each of you at the same time. Ah, uh, yes. Selly Leaf Jim Grenzire. I have heard tale of you. Apparently you used to get in a lot of trouble with Zarkep in the city. Oh, yes. Well, he doesn't remember much of it, but I do. I have a great memory. Are you guys down to cause maybe a little more trouble in the city? We're always down to cause good trouble. Good trouble. As long as it helps. Good trouble is the only trouble there is, friends. Oh, well. Well, maybe not totally. Trouble's trouble. <laughs> but... Uh, you see the, the the heads discuss it amongst themselves. Is all trouble good trouble? Pythagoras <laughs> <laughs> uh, said. Oh man, are they having a whole Socratic session just between they them? They are having a Socratic circle uh, with just five rat heads. 
uh, and they come to a conclusion. They said, there is bad trouble, but we're talking about good trouble. Well, I like good. <laughs> and we like trouble. Oh, well, I think this is going to be a great friendship. High five. <laughs> you think they're called the high five? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> like I said, I want to cure wounds for Mendo. Right, I'll lay my hands on him, too. And on me. One hand on me, one hand on him. Oh, that's true. You're both pretty. Pasquale, the vermin lord, uh, walks up to you, Polly, and spits in his hand and rubs it through your hair. And he says, you're, you're vermin, vermin folk. folk. Why are you so clean? Uh, it's actually so. Actually, it's, it's a misconception. We're we actually clean too much because we are so naturally dirty. Uh, I don't know if you can see in my hair, but if I let it go, it just goes all crazy. Why, why don't, don't you just, just let, let it go? What? <laughs> why don't I? <laughs> That's a different Disney movie song. <laughs> all five rats sing "Let It Go" in God full. Damn it, uh, Sam! <laughs> very Aculon vibe. Yeah. Um, I'm very thrown off by the idea of just letting it go. I think that was trained into you, young man. Uh, King, rat, rat, king, 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 rat, high five. I am the rat king, vermin lord, Pasquale. Pasquale of the high five. Between being, having hammers thrown at me and all these pipes, I'm fairly certain I'm in the mushroom kingdom. What with this giant head wound? We do (laughs) exclusively eat fungus. (laughs) Oh. Yep, I had a feeling. It is another name for our city. I really like this Pasquale guy. <laughs> Thank you. How big is he? How how tall? How tall is the Vermin Lord? He's like five feet tall. Oh, okay. Very tall. Very tall to most of you. Paul, uh, <laughs> you're the only one here above five feet. Andre, is he cute? Um, he's like two fifths cute. Okay, so there's two heads that I like. Two heads are cute. Two of the heads are cute mice. The rest are gnarly rats. <laughs> It's kind of badass, though, you know, it's kind of punk rock. (laughs) Pasquale uh, speaks. We five were once individuals, but now we are one. (laughs) Congrats. Congrats. It is not a pleasant story, Mr. Hatrest. What happened, Pasquale? (laughs) Pasquale. Pasquale. Is that like Pascale? I knew a... Pasquale. Do you have any healers, medicines... The Rat King pulls a very dirty-looking healing potion out of his pocket and hands it to you. <laughs> Once again, Leafstrom's going to try to cure wounds on Mendo. Can I just do that? Yeah, uh, Mendo, for the with the healing potion, you recover 2d4, but you lose 1d4. <laughs> Fair enough. So, roll... Okay, this is weird. I got you, I got you. Uh, you could potentially lose... <laughs> heals first, we got a 4... We got an eight, like two fours. This thing's on fire. And to lose four, so four. I heal four. <laughs> <laughs> and then leave him, you cast Cure Wounds. I add my modifier. I only give you six. I'm doing okay. I'm going to give him 13 of my lay on hands and me 12 of my lay on hands. Uh, I'll take it. Just to make Lex do more math. Pesquale. Yes. <laughs> Perhaps you could tell us more about yours. How you came to be five rats combined. And is there an inn that we may be able to rest our heads afterwards? You're looking at it. Yes, that's what I thought. It's a beautiful. Thank you. Uh, maybe something that would keep us relatively dry off the water. Certainly, there are rooms this way. And he leads you up. There's like a, a little set of steps into like a, like a, like an abandoned old like sewage access area. 
Um, it's full of like rusty pipes and shit. Uh, but he leads you back and you see there are actually cots and stuff like laid out. How hospitable. They're not nice, uh, but they are there. <laughs> and uh, Pasquale says, now you asked me how I came to be in this form and it is not a pleasant story, but it should be a familiar one. Um, Zarkep uh, was down here and he was scrying on you all and he informed me that you were in trouble with those golden knights. They're not very nice. That just happened. Well, they have been twisted by dark magics into something that they were not an, an affront to the natural world. And I am afraid that we are the same. You mean are you? you're some sort of experiment? That's exactly the word that we would use. Did the same person make you that made these golden boys? <laughs> Indeed. We were all children. What? Halflings and goblins of the gutter side. For years it has been known that the Astral Hall is a path from the gutter side into the broader world. That learning the magics there would one would give you a pathway to leaving this place. And so we chose to volunteer for arcane service. You know, work study. People work in a library or they serve a professor and they're able to earn an education in the Astral Hall and become wizards of their own. But something changed in recent years under the High Wizards. And Zarkep nods. He says, I left that place because they were hiding a lot and they were starting to do some really fucked up stuff with the recruits. Yes, they... Lure people in with the promise of determining your own future, but they either experiment on you and turn you into something, use you for the testing of magical items, or they send you as one of their devastators out onto a battlefield to fight a meaningless war. They are taking everyone out of the gutter side and forcing them into arcane service. Those golden knights have taken people in the middle of the night off of the streets, and sometimes their families are found mutilated. What? Their heads exploded all over the walls. That's 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 a little beyond mutilate. It's fine. It's I would call it mutilation. I mean, sure. When you blow up someone's head. But hey, I'm a guy with five heads. <laughs> But yeah, we were we were five halflings and goblins from Gutterside brought into Arcane Service. And they told us that by combining minds, we could increase our Arcane ability. We refused, but they went ahead anyway, and they exposed us to something. I don't know how to describe it. A light, and it twisted us into this form. How long ago was this, Pasquale? This is a decade ago. Polly, got any ideas on that? I, uh, I think I do have some ideas on that. Can I do... Can... You give me um, intelligence history or uh, religion. I give the, the Vermin King five caramel candies. <laughs> each of the heads takes it. Each one enjoys the caramel more than the last. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Okay. It's a 15, and I would like that to be religion. Um, you think back. You know that the story of Cesia, your city, your holy city, its founding is that there were arcane scientists. Uh, this is like a thousand years ago plus, right? Mm -hmm. So 
Arcan scientists were working on a way to tap into the weave itself. That is the 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 connecting web through which all magic flows. How magic works is you tap into the weave with incantations and uh, movements, and you create a spell. And that is what magic is typically done, arcane magic. Um, but they attempted to rip into the weave itself, and in their experimentation in fact, expose themselves to something beyond magic, the radiance, right? Which is this radiant energy that you you take part in. Mm -hmm. And this massive radiant explosion, a nuclear explosion. There you go. Uh, <laughs> for the for everybody keeping track at home. Uh, yeah, Polly's a what? <laughs> radioactive guy. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, this, this radiance exploded out from their experiments and sank the city deep into the fissure where it still is to this day. And the only survivors were those who were twisted by its radiance into the cockroach forms of the irradiant, of which Polly is one. Mm -hmm. uh, so this twisting that happened to Pasquale, the vermin lord, seems to be uh, similar in nature, right? He was exposed to a light radiant thing and it twisted his body up. But it seems like the high wizards have some arcane means of tapping into that. Yeah, this is gross for Polly to be processing right now. This is very gross. <laughs> Mendo's still watching. Just so, so, so no. Pretty quiet there, Polly. I'm just realizing this, um, guys. I really like being a cockroach person, mm -hmm. but it, it, it doesn't. Uh, we like you too. You're perfect oh. the way you are, my boy. Do you think I'm a person? Um, <laughs> yes. You cannot fear your form. You must embrace it, as I have done. Exactly. However, you don't want to force it on anybody else. That's a no-no. It's in the book. <laughs> you hold up the book. I hold up the <laughs> <laughs> The book, it's missing one page that I rolled into a doobie. That book is inscribed with the name Virgil Clearview. Yeah. Virgil Clearview is the one that made all of this happen. Oh. Oh. Your religion, the order that you follow, Mr. Radswell, is what allowed the High Wizards to get access to this magic, to this something. Something is the right word for it. It was only after their arrival that these experiments began happening. Now, Polly had nothing to do with this, I want you to know. He's a good boy. Hmm. He seems like a good boy. But you need to be dirtier. Embrace yourself. Remember who you are, are, are. I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing lay on hands on myself with no health pool. I'm just touching myself. <laughs> just kidding. Yes, touch yourself. Self-discovery is the only- Maybe we should all go to bed. <laughs> yes, rest here, please. Do these pipes lead to the, the high city? You want to access the high city? Well, I think it's time that we visit Mr. Clear mm, Virgil and- <laughs> Give him a piece of my of our mind. I would like to get some more information. I've only got one book on me. I need some more books. I have many books, you see. <laughs> it's a really moldy library. He like pulls a curtain aside. Yum. They're mostly, you know, things people throw in the trash. We we vermin folk, we we find things where others have found garbage. There's so much Ann Coulter down here. Yes, there's um don't don't look at that. Don't read that. <laughs> Oh, Twilight books. I, I read those. <laughs> yes, my favorite. Are you a Jacob or an Edward sort of fan? 
frankly, va- both vampires and werewolves in our world are pretty fucked up. So I just. Mendo, come on, enjoy. Don't say that while near the were rats. <laughs> okay, they're permanently rat form. My little sister read them. Anyway, do you know something we could do to help? Uh, we have been acting as guerrilla fighters throughout the city. Uh, you know, mostly making pipes explode, but <laughs> it's kind of our forte. Um, but there is some time. Virgil Clearview is set to be named as the new sovereign of Babylex and its surrounding kingdoms in a week's time. Oh, seven days. But there is opposition. Many of the guilds in the city do not approve of a new sovereign. Uh, some of them hold out faith that the old sovereign still lives, and others uh, simply disagree with the tenets of the Church of Holy Radiance. There's going to be a demonstration, an act of defiance tomorrow in the worship side, the north end of town, where all the churches are. What time? That's going to be in midday tomorrow. All right. I don't suspect that Virgil Clearview will be in attendance, but you could speak to other clergy there. Well, we might want to go to this uh, demonstration tomorrow and see if we can find out any information there. Zarkep speaks up. He goes, you guys are crazy if you're thinking about going to that thing. They're going to be keeping track of everyone who goes there. And I just know he, he, he seems to have gotten into his like conspiracy mode again. He goes, I just know that they're going to be freaking watching. So if you show up there, then maybe a week later they come to your house and they freaking black bag you, man. Well, we don't live here. We don't have houses. Zartek. <laughs> Zartek. Zartek. You're so fucking bad. Leave Jim, you need to fucking get better with names. This has been 200 years. You've been the same way. <laughs> you, you can never remember a goddamn name. My name is Zarkep. I've been your friend for 200 years, you piece of shit. Zarkep, sometimes I get it, sometimes I don't. But uh, I'm just saying, I have nothing to fear. I don't live in the city. If they came to my house, good luck. It's already burned down. I have nothing left to lose, Zarkep. Hmm. <sighs> Well, I need to go deeper in the city, but do we want to turn... What about the caravan? Do we want to do that first, or...? I think it's all going to be, uh, a whole... All together, probably. Pasquale speaks up caravan. Yeah. Explain. Halflings from the city of... I look at my partners to make sure I'm... Like, should we be saying this? Uh... Oh, yeah. From the city of, uh... From Clayborough. Bunch of halflings. Uh, they got blocked off at the walls. The walls are closed. Any idea about that? Did the pipes go down there? <laughs> You're telling me even the cliffs, even the mesas are closed? Yes, we had to go through the Cave of Thieves. Is that what it's called? Sure. That's not to keep your friends out. It's to keep us in. <gasps> bam, bam, bam. Oh. <laughs> and that's roll intercession. You guys can reach us at Ding Dang Pod on all the social media. Yeah. You can also leave us a review on iTunes if you like this. You know, we put work into it. Give it us five stars. Do it. We'll shout you out if you give us five stars. Give us four stars. We'll take that. Sure. By the way, we got a five star review to shout out. We got David. Hey. Left us a very kind review. Yeah. Five stars. Aww. Why don't you all be more like David? Huh? Yeah. Thank you, David. Thank you, David. I like you. 
He said we were good. He said that we had great lore. Oh. Is this verbatim? He said we had great characters. Yeah, this is verbatim. Oh. I wasn't sure if it was just complimenting you the whole time. <laughs> he said Andre was hot and smart and funny and cool. <laughs> David with the letters mixed around is Andre. That's right. Oh, God. <laughs> Sam can't Andre. spell. <laughs> Andre's name does have a silent V in it, to be fair. Andre, it's the Russian spelling. Um, yeah. Uh, it's a podcast, but Andre still seems very physically attractive. Wait, what else did David say? <laughs> he said, uh, Andre, so hot, so funny, so smart, so cool. Uh -huh. He said... Andre, just a snack, just... Bad boy of D&D. &D. Uh, and then he had a bunch of like weird spam links. Uh, <laughs> he's a bot. I hired a bot farm. Please guys, leave us a five-star review so Andre doesn't have to keep doing this. Leave us a five-star review. Talk about all the hot singles in our area. <laughs> if you leave a five-star review and link your MLM, we will click on that link. <laughs> if you want Yeah, I will buy a candle, maybe. Guys, <laughs> yeah, leave us your, uh, <laughs> all of your conspiracies about Hunter Biden and the reviews. <laughs> we want Christ. bots, baby. Bots, <laughs> baby. We're just digging a deeper and deeper hole here. <laughs> I want alt-right bots in our goddamn review. Please. I mean. QAnon, if you're out there. Q, Q, please leave us a review. From your weird Polynesian island or whatever the hell. <laughs> All right, this has been QAnon talk. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Q and Q. Quingles and quangles. <laughs> All right. Okay. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Farewell.